What's up, guys? Welcome to the fifty-fifth episode of the Untitled Gadget Podcast. And I know it's been a while. It's been around four months since we've been on hiatus. You know, vanished or for some reason or the other. Um, but hey, we took a decision together. We like fuck this shit. We have to come back, and hopefully, we're back. Uh, probably refreshed from all the other stuff that's been happening in the past four months around our our lives, professional lives. Um, I as usual, I dropped my phone. <laughs> but we have Dhruv and Harish with us. What's up, guys? Oh, I thought Dhruv was gonna go first. I was waiting for. Him. Have you guys forgotten that we have to speak in a podcast? <laughs> Are you serious? That's what a podcast is all about. Yeah. How's it going? It's pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the break was kind of necessary for us to recharge, refocus, and uh, plan out the next phase of the podcast. What season are we on? I think this is the, this is the third season now, right? Yeah, let's yeah, go with probably three. the third season. Yeah, Harish, how's it going with you, man? It's been a while. I've been seeing your tweets for the past three, four months, reviewing a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, man. Ended up doing quite a lot of stuff. It's been busy. both work and outside of it my sister came down and she got married and that was interesting to <laughs> yeah what do you mean interesting <laughs> i mean just to manage things because we didn't invite as many folks because of the pandemic and then just figuring stuff out and then she went back uh i think at the end of october and then november december were just a blur i don't even remember what went down because it was just a deluge of review products and stuff Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, October for me was a blur as well. I mean, it's part of the reason why we probably went on a break. Uh, not solely because of me, but the big part of the reason of me was that I had to make a change in my professional life. Dhruv really helped me with that, and finally, I'm doing something I love. Um, yay! Uh, yay! Covering games, yay for a living, yay! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I had to do make that switch, and of course. Uh, I was like, I remember sending a text to you guys. Hey guys, please carry on with the podcast for a few weeks because on the weekends I need to hunt for a new job. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to get time um, to record anything, but uh, things worked out sooner than I expected. But then I was settling in the new job and stuff and whatnot, and now we're finally back. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it really, really helped my mental health at that time. I was fucked. Dhruv saw me. I was fucked. So yeah, it really helped. No, I'm like really glad that it all worked out for you, man. And uh, yeah, of course, happy to help out. But yeah, I think like for me as well, it's mostly been uh, refocusing a little bit on the professional side, getting a little burnt out on reviews on all the samey phones. Uh, and since I don't cover the breadth of products that Harish covers, uh, for me it ends up being more of phones. And I'm, I don't think anyone on this planet covers the breadth of phones Harish does. Yeah, well, I mean, so for me it just became like I can't talk about yet another uh, dash dash me or dash dash me we'll, phone. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that. I uh, this will be a spicy episode for sure. We'll get to that because I have a few things to talk about. You know, you notice things when you're from afar, right? You notice a lot of things when you're not into in in, in the cycle. You start yeah. noticing things like what the fuck is happening. So I'm going to ask you a question about that later on. But yeah, yeah. How, how about you, Madhish? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, I mean like that's that's basically the gist of it. So 
thankfully like works been really supportive and i've been pivoting more and more towards uh writing opinion pieces and features and you know giving me the leg room to do more deep dives uh in yeah. fact there's another story that i'm working on uh which is going to require a lot of investigation so to speak but yeah i mean it it makes me feel like a journalist and not a not yet another blogger <laughs> i mean that nokia piece was brilliant man i mean <laughs> if we go, if we can expect more stuff like that why the hell not if only uh, if only sh- hmd agreed with you <laughs> who gives a shit if hmd agrees with anyone <laughs> if they don't know their own state then then that's the problem right Yeah. If you don't know the state of your own company then that's the problem and that's what the article was all about and I loved it and I love the fact that people were buttered because that's what it's supposed to be like you can't just fucking talk positive shit all the time about everyone Yeah I mean I, I, you're actually right like so there's a very interesting thing uh, I haven't read the full thing uh, full piece today but um it was on Reddit where a very healthy discussion was going on about how I said this there's nobody there's no there are no contrarians on YouTube like nobody really dishes yeah, out yeah. on a product you know it's it's mostly positive or even when it's not positive it's it's certainly not negative but you know how's a company supposed to improve till yeah. you don't If, point out the negatives that's what i love about the 2000s man like people were fucking blunt if they didn't like something they fucking said it uh, even in media yeah. and that's what led to great products uh in the 2010s and so on and so forth now it just feels like oh more of the same fucking thing because people just keep praising more of the fucking same thing yeah, people are getting burnt out i mean like but before just you know i i had over the mic to uh to harish uh ironically like one of the few companies that have been very open to feedback in the past you know like and i've dished out on realme more than once especially on their ecosystem products yeah uh, they've launched in terrible state in a terrible state that's yeah. not so much the case today because those guys are willing to listen like you know you you punch them they don't punch you back they punch yeah they don't punch I mean, you back they do listen i mean they punch you back with a better product exactly which is <laughs> the way how it should be that's yeah 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 so harish you were about to say something No, I'm fully with you. That's what I was going to say as well. Because the only brand I see actually listening to feedback and trying to make better products is Realme. Because Xiaomi seems to have its head in the sand and not really pay attention to what users actually want. Instead, it is acting like as if there's a goal that they want to achieve, and they're fully set on that. And users be damned. Um. So yeah, on that front, I actually genuinely like what Realme has been doing in the. last 12 months or so because even when you look at what they've launched in other markets right outside india uh, with the west they've been very strategic mm-hmm. about what products they bring because they're focusing on some of the you know higher end stuff like the robot vacuums and the, all those sort of things in markets where they know that they'll see a decent number of sales and focusing mm-hmm. on making those products better or you know making sure that everything works as it's supposed to which is well i mean is yeah. the bare minimum that you expect but if you're not there yet then at least you can see that the company is working on it which is always uh, a positive for the customers yeah well now that we've well we'll talk more about it because i have a gripe with something um speaking of companies with their head in the sand what do you guys think about the oneplus 10 pro <laughs> uh the oneplus podcast is back <laughs> yeah oh god Oof. all right so 
I've been seeing stuff from afar, right? Like I don't have the phone in my hand. I'm don't have a myopic view, and I'm seeing how people are reacting to whatever the hell OnePlus is doing um, for the past two months. It's mostly negative. It doesn't. It hasn't really gained them any new customers. In fact, it's worked against them, especially the new fucking Oppo bullshit. But why does the OnePlus Ten look like another generic phone to me, at least? Well, okay. it's more generic than what they've launched in the past. That's for sure. Because at least, sorry, Dhruv, I steam no, no, rolling. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least in the past, yeah, they sourced a lot of the stuff, internal components, all that stuff from Oppo. That was fine because they didn't have the scale to do it. And um, what they did manage to deliver was two things. They had some level of customization on the design front, so that's why their phones always stood out with that horizon line and all those sort of things they had a consistent design aesthetic for the last seven years or so um and software uh from the very beginning they were keen on delivering that you know bloat-free clean fast ui and they've really made it their own uh, but from 2022 onwards they are just not going to follow either of those things because the software has been an unmitigated disaster for them for the last six months. It's like one of those memes where everything's burning, you know, that sort of thing. It's 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 a literal dumpster fire down there because two things. They couldn't get Oxygen OS 12 built because it was using Color OS 12 with, as the base and they had so many issues with integration. That's why the 9RT that we'll talk about later had to launch with Oxygen OS 11 because they just could not get Android 12 to work on that phone. Um, so yeah, it's... And the second thing is the differentiation in terms of the hardware. They're missing out on that now because they're basically just an Oppo sub-brand. So if you look at the specs for the 10 Pro, they label the fast charging tech as also like Vook and all. So they're not even going to pretend that they're offering anything different and that makes me wonder why the hell would anyone buy the 10 pro versus the find x5 pro that's coming why later and that's I, launching at about the same time why the hell would anyone buy a oneplus 4 from now on if it's just another realme or if it's just another oppo or if it's just another fucking reno it doesn't make a difference to anyone it's probably the shit out of all of them now so that's but the good... here's the thing <laughs> these phones are selling yeah, it's not... We don't know that yet. No, no, we no, don't know. The, the phones that are actually selling are the Nord series devices. Uh, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. At least in North America, they're able to sell some of the premium stuff but, because they've managed to tie up with T-Mobile and all that stuff. But outside that, I mean, if you look at India or even the UK for that matter, they haven't been able to sell that many of the 9 Pro. Sure, they're able to sell some in the 9 series, the 9R, because they've been discounted for a while. But... All of their momentum has been on the Nord series for the last 18 months. Which, but here's the which thing. is the future for no. the company. Yeah. But here's the thing. No one is buying a Nord because it's a OnePlus phone. They're buying a Nord because it's fucking cheaper than everything else. Or and at least that's cheaper. The, like, and that's from my understanding that is the but, idea. Because yeah. but, but we've all seen it in the past since the brand's existence in India, OnePlus phones sold because of the brand value and the brand recall. Mm. Like, I have friends who have no idea about the phone industry, but they know a OnePlus phone. They were excited about it. They bought it. Even if they didn't know the hardware or the specs, they knew OnePlus as a brand. Even in my office, my previous office, everyone knew right. OnePlus. That's because of that the... That does not exist anymore. It, that's because of their journey, right? <laughs> I mean, the brand started out catering to enthusiasts and, you know, it, it was that grassroots movement as it were because they didn't advertise heavily it was just enthusiast 
you know gushing over the brand and then just recommending it wildly and then they also had that value down just right where they had that correct mix of hardware and value and software so it they nailed on all all of those fronts and they were able to just leverage that at the right time um but that's not the case at all in 2022 or I, i hate the new software dude like i have i don't use it but it's fucking atrocious i don't know i i guess you guys like it because you're used to color os but i find it atrocious coming from auction os it's hideous as fuck it's the the icons look fucking me why or <laughs> or i don't know what they, what i don't know what they've done it's like like a bird shot on the fucking software and they just rolled it out and that even that didn't work out so they had to scale back on under 12 yeah i mean like i, I haven't s- i haven't upgraded my nine, my personal line pro to under 12 yet because i'm pro it's a dumb stuff you I can't upgrade it. there's I'm no pro- stable build yeah. uh, it's still on yeah, a yeah, beta yeah. And I'm probably never gonna buy a OnePlus phone after this. I like now that I don't get phones for real. Like yeah, I'll buy a OnePlus phone whenever whenever a new one comes out. No, that's not the case anymore. For what? Mm. I don't. There's not not a single unique selling point for this phone. You don't have an identity in your software. You don't have an identity in your looks. You don't have an identity even in your fucking fast charging software. What the hell is OnePlus about now? Uh, it's a better solution <laughs> amongst bad phones. Yeah, and also if you look at where they're positioned, they're basically the only, you know, one of the only big-time Chinese brands that have a foothold in the U.S. And that's a very attractive position to be in because none of the other BBK brands made it to North America. Xiaomi isn't in North America, or nor is it going to sell there. Okay. The day country. Xiaomi, the day Xiaomi enters North America, they're going to have a bunch of lawsuits for all the patents they've fucking stolen. I mean, that's in the past. It's not like they're that's... still rolling out the same stuff now. Oh come on, man! The new the the new laptops they look just like a MacBook Pro. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, the last years, not this year. I don't. Last year, they all from afar they look like MacBook Pros, man. Everything looks like that. <laughs> But yeah, I yeah. I agree with the whole. Okay, fine. There's a reason why Xiaomi only sells a Mi fucking TV box in the US and maybe some house stuff. No, they sell It's quite a lot stuff. of stuff. They sell like a few dozen things, but they've been clear that they didn't want to launch phones in the US because they don't do the carrier model. Sued. No, they don't do the no. carrier model, and you need to tie up with the carrier. To and they'll get sued. I mean, yes, fine, they might get sued, but yeah, like also, there's, I mean, the business model just does not fit with the carrier model. Yeah, and, and they'll get sued. And they'll get sued. And coming back to <laughs> India, like, I mean, yes, OnePlus sales are up, and like you said, it's on the back of not series phones. I think. like part of the reason why all of us are salty about OnePlus is because like there's no longer any pretense like yeah you know why would why do you spend 7 years or 6 years building out a brand like you know building building out okay sure you had to ditch ditch dash charging because bragi i think had the um copyright for that you build you spend years building out wok charge and then Yeah, like everybody, like everybody knows it is Vogue charging, but you know why? No, 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 no. But why do only you just enthuse? Sure, only yeah. the enthusiasts know it's Vogue charging. Everyone knows it's fucking Vogue charging. But see, at the end of the day, all of these phones, like across brands, they're ninety percent the same. It really just comes down to branding, positioning, and the little differentiation that you have. It, the what does not make sense to me is that you spend the better part of a decade building out that brand. you know building out a feature set that people like and then toss everything out the window even yeah. if you're an oppo sub brand that's okay but at least keep the things that people like like 
there's no such thing as exclusivity of the brand either like for example the 9 pro has the hasselblad fucking branding and whatever the whatever the whatever bullshit they did with that at least there was something exclusive with this phone uh-huh. now there's an oppo phone coming with a hasselblad branding so <laughs> there's nothing unique left for yeah, that, oneplus that's what i don't understand with the whole integration from last year because i mean they clearly had a lot of wins in a few areas and they chose to get rid of all of that that doesn't make any sense to me from a brand point of view because it's not a yeah it's just a internal power struggle they just wanted to get a hold of that brand because it was the only brand that had some sort of brand recall in multiple markets including the US and India it was the only brand that was respect, respected i'll be very honest no one gives a shit about vivo no one gives a shit about oppo no, actually, <laughs> really the no one does but actually like this is like honestly like borderline conspiracy theory level shit that when you've already got all of that when you have the good stuff why yeah. do you just toss it all out Yeah. It's all a. It's all about having a respected brand that they can call. Oh yeah, now we own this shit. Carpe left for a reason. He built the brand from the ground up, and I'm sure there was some internal struggle, which some corporate bullshit that made him leave. For sure. I mean, it's the only reason that makes is logical. And Harish swooping in with some inside info. I mean, there was some stuff going on in the bag, but it's not like he left because of the direction it's going in or anything like that. They they were already Not going me. to go the down. The dude bounced. Course. The dude bounced the moment Nord launched. <laughs> I, I I won't go into those details, but yeah, it's not it's not because of the fact that the Nord launched. They were so no no. The it's, reason it's one of the reasons that there's a corporate shit happening. one of the reasons so from what i understand from what i've gotten to know with all these insider sources is that they wanted to streamline the software because it wasn't working for them uh with the number of devices they plan to launch uh the fact the teams that they have working on software would not be able to handle updates and bug fixes for the number of phones they plan to launch so that was given as one of the reasons for integrating the software with coloros because they're like okay coloros has like a 4x or 5x larger team so they're like okay they can integrate why. the two teams together and then roll out seamless software updates that was meant to be like the selling point internally for unifying those two but yeah that did not work i mean if you look at it now there's no oxygen os team left at oneplus uh, it's all just merged with oppo and I think there's like a small section still left of the folks that haven't left that are working on like maintenance updates and stuff like that. Yeah, it as a gambit it failed massively because that was the one area where they had an advantage and I cannot believe that they felt that this was the way to go I just mean, because they billion, wanted to roll out like three more phones a year. You're a billion dollar company with global presence and are you Seriously telling me you can't afford to toss a million bucks at hiring a dev team but that's the thing right they had a lot of mind share but their market share never really measured up to that and that was the reason for going with the nod anyway because they only hit 10 million for the first time last year because 80 or 90% of those phones were not devices they would never have been able to hit those figures if they only focused on like the value or even the or the on the flagship segment and to be honest i actually don't have anything against the nod series because even looking at the you know even the nod 2 It's a pretty decent phone. It's basically yeah. the OnePlus Nine with a Nine RT now, maybe with a different chipset. Uh, yeah. And MediaTek's 
you know, sorted out its game. They're doing pretty good work now. So, I mean, I would probably encourage most people to just save their money over the 9RT and just get a Nord 2 instead because it's going to give you most of the same experience anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so it's not even that I have an issue with the Nord series. Maybe not so much the the entry-level stuff that they have in the US. That's pretty trash. Yeah. But just but, purely from a marketing and a branding point of view, I just don't understand these decisions to toss out all of the brand entropy that you've built over, you know, most of the decade. Yeah. It seems so, like to me they've hired the wrong manager there. That's what it seems like. Well, they've met several no wrong hires over the last two years. Yeah. If their internal <laughs> hierarchy is anything to go by. Tell me one thing. Why does the OnePlus 10 Pro's camera model look like, you know, a fucking pad? or a, What did I describe it as? Like a tie, lapel, pin, something like that I called it, right? It's something I, attached to the body as a as an afterthought. Like Why it. does it look like that? I like it. It's it, different. Yeah, it looks Different very, from what? I mean, it looks like that S21 series, like where that, you know, the housing kind of jets out, but still somehow merges with the body. I found it hideous, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's a little Bauhaus. And it's a little, it's a little like shit. I mean, come on, it's nothing. Like, it's nothing. Come on, like just, just, just pick up your nine Pro or even the nine RT. That looks like a classy phone. Yeah. This or looks the like a Pro. Gaudy. I really, I really like what well, they did. It's with actually the seven a complete opposite series, of man. Bauhaus. Uh, thinking. No, no, I mean, I mean the straight lines and the curved elements and stuff. But yeah, coming back to that, like, I don't know. I think my, 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 that I, sense every phone is my. Like that. I mean, I like the S twenty one series as well. Uh, but yeah, I think my primary issue with that is that nonsensical P two five whatever you know yep. those digits that they have written at the back. Like, I know Hasselblad does it, but seriously, it's it it, it looks like. It's, it looks really stupid on a phone. What's going on with the flash? Why does it look like it's going to blind me without even being turned on? It's a ring light. Yeah. What the... F- ring for what? For selfies, bro. Rear camera selfies. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use an LED flash other than a torch. It looks so... It looks so out of place. Like, it looks like... I don't know. I don't know. You know, I can't even describe it in any way because it looks so weird. Like they were going for symmetry, you know, with the cameras. Symmetric, symmetrical to what? The circular cameras. Yeah, yeah, but cameras. it stands out the most. Well, that's because it's a flash. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. looks hideous. I uh, think that's just the render. I think it won't look like that, you know, because it's just a flash module. Why would it? Usually, things looks thing look things look worse in real life. <laughs> I mean, the render is supposed to be the best representation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. And how about the 9RT? How's that? Yeah. So many issues with the 9RT. They were meant to launch it so many months ago. They had issues. They couldn't launch. They were going to abandon the launch. But then they realized they have units lying around. Ah, where to start? No, you mean they have have a lot of spare parts lying around. That too, basically. That's what counts as units. I mean, honestly, like considering uh, the price point of the Xiaomi 11T Pro and the S21 FE, or like yeah. which is regularly on discount, you know, and you've, they've got like a crap ton of sales and offers going on. So you're never yeah. going to pay full price for it. 
this it the 980 isn't a bad phone but it it would be a dec- it would be an okay phone if it was the only phone that was being sold in that category but it's yeah. not and the competition is actually ridiculously good so it's it's missing out on way yeah. too many features shall we just shut on them the very next week yeah yeah i mean it's not it's not a bad phone but it launched at a bad time i mean yeah. it would be an okay phone if it had launched 6 months ago but today this unless you're a oneplus loyalist and i don't know i need to, i want to meet you if you're a oneplus loyalist because i mean technically i i, I am in that category because i my primary has been a oneplus for last i don't know how many years but even i don't see a reason why anybody should buy this phone over anything else especially with the new software and everything um you'll i mean if you're anything like me if you're an enthusiast you're probably just going to put a launcher on top of it anyway um i run nova launcher on my oneplus phones because i can't tolerate oxygen os anymore um and at that point you might as well just take the better hardware from xiaomi and put a better launcher on that instead you know i like launcher yeah yeah launcher is pretty decent as well i've just been on nova and i I don't even fiddle around with my home screen setup anymore. Just like import the backup and sort it. Nice. Well, it seems like uh, OnePlus has going to have a very rocky year. No, it'll be the best year for the brand. Sales wise, sure. Sales. Yeah. Yeah. From what I've been seeing online, man, it's just not like they're losing customers. They're not really. No, nah, but that's not the ground customers. reality, right? Like. The, yeah, that's the, the vocal minority. Yeah. I see it all over Reddit, OnePlus forums, everywhere. I mean, I'm not going to go back to. I know Twitter is not real world. Trust me, I know that. But when it's consistent throughout everywhere, like there's so many comments. Like the only reason why I bought your phone was because of Oxygen OS, and you've taken that away from me. Yeah, but those are not the guys walking into carrier stores and buying phones, man. People buy phones on the basis of the price and yep. you know the spec sheet. That's the unfortunate mm-hmm. truth, uh, and. they're doing okay on that front and that's going to be the downfall of the smartphone market not right now but in the next 10 years i feel it's going to be fucked well yeah i mean i think samsung's sorted out its shit and samsung's going to make a i mean they already they're still huge of course but i think you're going to see major gains from samsung soon enough now that their uh, updates oh, what they're doing updates have I'm been absolutely on point yep Their fucking Android twelve update was better than Google's. Oof. Well, that's because I mean, they didn't from, use one of the key features in Android twelve. No, the whole material use I, stuff I'm, they didn't bother with. So yeah, obviously no, it'll be not, better. No, 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 no. Like even like the minor, minor things like when you're dropping down your notification uh, panel, like this so much. space wasted on the pixel 6 whereas on samsung they utilize that space to show your notifications or something else or the other like there's little little you know like details that samsung got right that google didn't get it right but harish actually i i agree with samsung's approach like yeah there is some merit to uh to what google is doing with material you but it is a very very polarizing interface it is um, on on my pixel uh, i think i i was using it on the 4a i actually don't like that interface it's uh the information density is too low yep um and it's 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 an interface designed you know to to fulfill the fantasy of a ui designer 
of what the future of interfaces should look like. It's very artsy like that. But it's at least, I would say that for a fair number of users, it's not the most usable interface. Mm-hmm. And Samsung, yeah, it's not. And like, and, and Samsung is, you know, in in the, in the same kind of position as, say, Oxygen OS, where people who are used to Samsung, and like, say, if you take the US market, majority of the Android users are actually Samsung users. And they're, I mean, in Europe. They, they, they don't, they might not necessarily understand Android, but they get how a Samsung phone works. Um, yeah. And and that's something that I've experienced in real life as well. You know, there are people who stick to a Samsung because who just prefer, like, okay, I know how to use this phone. I'm just going to stick to a Samsung phone. Uh, there are also people who are like, I'm going to stick to Samsung because other phones are trash compared to them. Well, it's yeah. not that, but yeah. Oh, I, 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 I line up four people right now who have that thought. They live, God. they swear by that notion. And I somewhat agree with them uh, because Samsung has gotten great with one UI, extremely good. Uh, Nox is great, which no other fucking Android company offers. Not even, I don't, I don't know about Pixel, but, um, and their phones run consistently well. Yeah, it's this consistency which is you know the biggest uh, selling point. I mean, in yeah. fact, like if OnePlus had to learn something, they should have learned from Samsung where their interface and you know the way things work is differentiated enough to the point where people keep coming back to that fo- those phones simply because we know how the shit works you know we don't yep. want to relearn the uh, how to use a phone you've fact, nailed uh, it on the I- head because what samsung does is very similar to ios in that it doesn't make any radical changes to one ui mm-hmm. uh, because they could have gone that direction with one ui 4 there was they had the tools to do so um, but it's clear that they don't want to make that change because that will mean a bulk of their user base will have to relearn things. And this is a key point because um, one thing I've noted, this is a small instance out of many, Samsung is the only vendor that still has call recording, like one of those weird automatic call yeah. recording on its phones because with Android 11, all other manufacturers were mandated to offer the Google dialer instead of their own. Mm. So there's no manufacturer-focused dialer anymore. You just get the Google dialer by default. Whereas Samsung was the only one that was still somehow able to, you know, use its own dialer. And with Android 12 as well, there's the Google dialer as well, but you can still put Samsung's dialer as the official one. They've got got more power. Yeah. I guess. Um, I can, I I mean, even on a good day, I'll say this much though. Like if you buy a OnePlus phone on launch, um, any any OnePlus phone at, at launch, it's probably idiotic because you're basically beta testing the phone for them. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the last time yeah. a OnePlus phone that launched was not buggy as hell. I mean, I've seen it in games all the time. Like trash games come out where you like Battlefield 2042 right now. All the players there are basically beta testing the game so that the developers roll out updates to right. fix the game. And they've paid full price for that game. That's how I feel about OnePlus customers as well, who buy at launch. Um, basically, they buy the phone, they pay, they're paying OnePlus <laughs> yeah. to fix the damn phone at launch yeah. for them. <laughs> it's that's so a, idiotic. That's a good point. And, right? The one we've been making for, what, two, three years now? But with any other company, be it Xiaomi, Samsung, Realme, and a bunch of others, I don't even know. They all, all their shit works at launch. Not Google. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, not Google. 
<laughs> out of all the people. Yeah. But this shit works mm. like out of the box. Yeah. How it's supposed to be a complete product when you buy it. OnePlus feels like a brick for the first three months. You want to throw it at shit just because you can't even open the camera app sometimes. Yeah, so or, that that was one of the key things they wanted to solve with the whole integration with ColorOS. They wanted to get rid of worse. all of that nonsense. I but, mean, they wanted to get rid of all that nonsense. They got rid of their entire fucking Android 12 update. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it didn't go down according to plan. I mean, Speaking of Samsung. Sorry, go ahead. No, also like, what's with that, uh, I don't know, vintage Polaroid 2 megapixel camera on the 9RT? I don't know, what? man. I don't know why they. I don't even this. know that. I, I didn't even know there was. So, for I think I may should make it clear to our listeners from here and now, from now on, I'm not going to be embedded in into the smartphone news and specs and that much. That's why I'm hosting the show because I get to ask all the ridiculous questions. Yeah. So I didn't even know that they had fucking two megapixel sensor because I really didn't give a shit. Yeah, I mean this is a forty-three thousand rupee phone with a two megapixel camera, which is absolute trash. It's a fort- plus has the balls to charge one forty three thousand for that phone. It's a forty three thousand rupees phone where the display is not HDR capable. Yep. What was it? Xiaomi eleven i, Mi eleven i. Uh, That's no, the one that launched. Eleven i and the eleven T Pro. Eleven T Pro. So which one shot on the RT? Eleven T. Eleven i. No, right? the T Pro. That's like thirty. How much is that? Thirty nine thousand nine hundred. 38, right? And it's got all the bells and whistles that you yeah. want yeah. from a phone of yeah. that caliber, right? I mean, it's got a really solid primary camera. Uh, yeah. yeah, the color tuning is, well, Xiaomi, but you know, you can still muck around with it and they give you enough options now. Uh, no ads. I don't know, like, Xiaomi is just not able to shed that image that it's got ads over all over. It does not. None of these premium phones do. Let me make it clear. No ads should never be a positive. It should never even come in a conversation anymore. Let me just but say. Samsung has ads. Ever. Yeah. Not as bad as Xiaomi. Well, no, technically, I Apple got, also has ads. Yeah, I got five, I think, in the last week. Notifications, right? Yeah, push notification ads. Yeah, Xiaomi, you're fucking browsing your settings and you probably get an ad. No. You don't. No They've magic. never had that. I, They've had three categories of ads. One was the push notifications. The second was you go into one of their services like the Me Video and all that and they played that and they had ads in there. And the third was, I think, if you use their browser, they injected ads yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they never had and, ads uh, within, you know, core things like settings and that sort of stuff. What I don't understand is like, does Xiaomi really think they are better than the Play Store that they have to scan every app for fucking security? That's a China thing, right? That's yeah. We're not in China. From, I know, but it's brought over from China and they invested in it. And it's, again, we're talking about Xiaomi. So it's, it's particularly irritating that they continue to offer these things because they're the only brand that lock their phones to 60 hertz out of the box. It's fucking annoying because I know to change the screen to 90 hertz or 120 hertz, but my dad won't. So I gave him one of these phones. I forget what it was. It had a 90 hertz panel. And then I go back a few weeks later and the screen is, you know, not as optimized as it should be. And then I go into the settings and it wasn't. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is a Xiaomi thing. Yeah, it's, it's There's annoying. a lot of Xiaomi things. I mean, I know you can disable it even while setting up, but glance screen still bothers me a lot. It does. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's that. pretty we'll much it that. really. Um I mean, to be honest, Apple is equally there right now with those, uh, uh, in the settings, you know, the constant push to subscribe to Apple Arcade or, uh, you know, one of their other services. It's pretty annoying. So I think 
some level of advertising is uh, has just become the norm across the board but yeah i mean while no ads is not necessarily a positive uh, i was talking more from the point of view of shedding that image because uh, mm-hmm. people seem to be avoiding premium xiaomi phones because they think that they have ads uh, you know all uh, over the interface but that's not actually the case i'll tell you another reason i had the 11 ultra with me at a party and a friend of mine was like he has the uh, fold 3 uh, he's like oh that's a nice looking phone like yeah it's the new me 11 ultra oh uh, like oh so it's a xiaomi i'm like yeah it's a xiaomi but it's a great phone like yeah but it's a xiaomi what do you mean it's a phone that makes 20 grand phones that looks exactly like their premium phones 11 ultra may be the only exception i agree but all everything else looks the fucking same and that's the reason why people also avoid premium phones because someone who can afford a premium phone would be like i'd rather buy a samsung or an iphone because iphones as well cost like 55 grand and 55 grand during sale i mean i get so, it but i also don't get it because samsung also makes 6000 rupee phones yeah no no, no i understand if anyone's associated with budget phones it should be samsung based on the volume they sell i agree but their their premium shit is legit premium shit like and xiaomi sees as well i mean see i get that they have yeah, that but connotation that's not the in india i and i agree with you they do as well but no one has that perception about xiaomi and they never will They Maybe in will. India, but they they don't have to deal with that nonsense in other markets, and I guess that's one of the motivators for then them to the focus. Why the fuck are they launching seventy five phones a month in India every month? Because they're selling it them. Matters. Man, they sold what yeah. they mentioned in the briefing, what, an ATX increase in that twenty to forty k segment. What I'm trying to say is that at least from the pe- the premium segment market, no one respects Xiaomi for that. They really don't. I think it'll change. I think it's yeah. also a, a generational thing like it's a it's a long term play you know kids who've grown up on a Xiaomi phone they won't necessarily perceive it as you know a a lower tier brand uh for us uh we saw the genesis of Xiaomi as a budget value focused brand but there's yeah. a whole generation of users who are growing up with Xiaomi as the norm the same way that we Another saw case. Samsung as the norm you know another mm-hmm. case another case a 17 year old friend of mine who I play Rainbow Six Siege with just yesterday we were talking about it he was asking me what phone should i buy next i'm like yeah, you know you bought the K20 whatever the fuck it was called he's like yeah but i'm never buying a Xiaomi phone ever again <laughs> why <laughs> he just didn't have a good experience ah okay oh well there's so no lack it's, of choice it's kind, of, it's kind of it's kind of unfair to assume that kids growing up on Xiaomi will probably get Xiaomi again the thing with android is that you can switch loyalties in a snap uh, apart from samsung users as you mentioned before because that's co- co- consistency exists yeah with other brands it doesn't unfortunately and this like it's you can't assume that simply can't assume that someone who's buying a 20 grand phone when he's trying to buy or he or she is trying to buy a 50 grand phone they would stick with Xiaomi because then that mentality kicks in if i'm spending so much money why should i buy a Xiaomi when i have so many other options better options as well much more respected brands much more better perceived brands better brand recall because people are want to flaunt it no one in their right mind would flaunt a Xiaomi phone i wouldn't i mean yeah i i i know where you're coming from it's just that i feel that Xiaomi is actually pl- there are a lot of comparisons with apple and stuff but i think if from That's, from from that point of view if we had to draw a comparison xiaomi is more closely following samsung in some ways 
especially like if you look at the consistency of the interface it miui doesn't really change that much you know no, it's it it's it's gotten better <laughs> and it doesn't really change that much um there are people who will stick to miui they actually i mean at the end of the day the company started off as a company with which MIUI. which with miui people bought the phones for miui i agree i agree but that's an enthusiast market when we get to the premium market that's the, that gets a very very casual audience again we are talking about the premium as market as if it's like this big giant thing that contributes me a meaningful share it's absolute exactly. fuck all it it's like less than 2% right exactly so but that 2% is very particular about what they buy but does it yeah. matter like if you're willing to not. let go of it to me no no it, it matters, it to, matters to you but from a business point of view if you're willing to let go of a 2% market share uh 2% market for 98% of the market that makes sense okay, let's, let's look at the me 11 ultra if they were really serious about it mm-hmm. if they really were why didn't they why wasn't there enough stock for it in india because there they directed it. it to other markets where they already exactly had. but that's the thing it came here i think they sold it for like a few months and i know folks that bought it and they love the phone um i, I think the they're main focus is not the high end market but they're continuing to launch phones there that's the key thing because they're catering to both fronts they're catering to enthusiasts yeah. that know the value that Xiaomi brings in that category while yeah. focusing on the budget segment as their main growth driver and that's and that's a win win for them because even if they don't sell as many phones in the high end as Samsung which they're not going to in India it's fine because even whatever Ever. they get is a little more than what they would have managed if they had not launched the phone here so there's no negative there if somebody's not going to buy yeah there's no lack of choice in that segment if somebody's going to buy a Xiaomi high end phone well it's a win for I them i feel sorry for that person why it's a, there are those are great phones man i agree they are great phones but they don't have good image that's the problem but that's... who the fuck gives Yeah. shit about image oh, a lot of people do man a lot of people and those people well, will never buy a Xiaomi and yeah people, they, they wouldn't even consider it. it so yeah it doesn't make any sense to talk about them because see I mean if for us like you know we're getting the best of both worlds like if if you don't give a shit about image well you have the option of buying that phone I mean part of the reason why they didn't relaunch or you know bring back more stock is like if it's already taking you months to clear inventory for I don't know a few thousand units at max Uh, you know you, you know what i think though i think that shabi premium phones would matter even the 30 40 grand phone would matter more if they stop looking the same as the 20 grand phone do they don't look difference. the same the 11 pro has the distinction yes. of being one of the most ugly phones i've used not ugly boring they're all ugly they're all ugly it's not necessarily ah Dude, they're uh, anything but generic designs. Just go, go open me.com right now. Go to the smartphones tab. They all look alike with minor changes here and there. But that's the thing. Then they, they've always they, been they, bold with like, their it's color like, it's choices like the and designs. It's, it's like the main designer made one design of a phone into 2021. The main designer sitting in China. He gave the PhD file to his fucking intern. Like, just change the camera module. Just change the color. It's, just change the body. A, it's and called make the damn phone. design language. Yeah, and it's they don't derivative. continue that year on year. It's That's called, what I it's find irritating. Der- it's co- it's called derivative. The fact of the fact that you make all your shit look the same, and and only the people who really care about the brand enthusiasts would notice the differences. But trust me, if you put two phones, two Xiaomi phones beside each other, one forty grand, one twenty grand, and the person be like, they look the same. They don't. That's the thing. I I hate the fact that their phones don't look the same. 
year to year and also di- between different segments oh, i i i they 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 do look the same and please they should not look the same because they don't they because see, the mi 11 no does not identity. look anything like the 11t pro and that doesn't look anything like the xiaomi 11 11i and those yeah. don't look anything like the xiaomi mi 11 ultra and what mi 11 ultra is the only outlier over here no none of their phones look the same well, the All Poco right. stuff does because that's just... No, no, I'm saying you and I will be able to spot the difference, the general public would. All right. Hold on. So, the 11 Lite, 11 Lite okay, looks identical to... Hold on. <laughs> uh, to the, the Note 10S. What's All the right. Note 10S now? Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the 11i... Okay. Looks identical to the 11T. It's identical, almost identical. Yeah, they're both part of a similar sort of family. Don't care. Don't care. I don't give a fuck about family right now. All right. <laughs> the Note 10 Lite looks like a copied Mate 20 Pro. <laughs> Note 10. Yeah, s- s- model in the cent- center. All right. Harish looking it up. <laughs> Which phone was this the again? Na- yeah, the nine like, i the nine i the looks like the iPhone ten was delayed by five years. <laughs> okay, see the ones there are yeah going to be a few derivatives of that. But what I'm saying, Redmi nine big, and Redmi nine active identical. Dude, when you nine look at a, the generational stuff, identical. Hold on, fuck that! I don't give a fuck. That's what I'm trying to say. There's too much shit that looks like too much other shit. It does not. That's what I'm trying to say. It does. They have does. no cohesiveness between generations. What you're saying is identical. Oh, they are based on the same line. So the Redmi 10 or the Mi 11 series, they all look somewhat it's similar. It's boring. It's boring. It's boring as fuck. That's what I'm trying to say. It's boring as fuck. The 11 Ultra was a sexy phone. It was. But that's about it. That was a really good look. But that's about it. That's about it. I really There's like nothing the else that comes DCDs. close. I don't think Xiaomi has ever made a phone that looks as good, and I don't think they will make something that will look as good this year either. No, Which the was Mi the 11 was Ultra. fantastic, and last year's Mi 10 Pro. Well, they didn't launch the Mi 10 Pro in India, and they didn't bring the Mi 11 to India either. But those are really good-looking phones. 11 Ultra still, I think, pinnacle of their design right now, in my oh, opinion. Oh man, yeah, man, it's the most unique-looking one. Fine, fine. The Mi Mix was quite nice. Yeah, that was see? nice. What happened to to them after that? They still oh. make those. The current one is a foldable. Wait, the current one yeah. is not a foldable. It has the under screen camera. Yeah. Which we will. Ne- I don't know if you even see it over here or not. But no. Bala, would you pay a lakh plus for a Xiaomi phone? Bullshit! No fucking way. Exactly. That's why you don't see for it. For what? <laughs> no, but, that's why you don't but, see it and I, I and I'm glad because it'll fall it'll fall flat um, why see, that's what I'm coming back to why would why would you pay a lakh plus for a Samsung I'll, and I'll, not I'll for tell you a, I'll tell you a very simple phrase that someone told me a Xiaomi phone is not worth one lakh rupees why that's what they always say why because it's, just not, it's the image okay it's fine Let, we will move on past image and talk about the S21 image. FE because it has a lot of image going for it Samsung pedigree I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay a one lakh for the Z Flip 3 and the Z Fold 3 any day okay so <sighs> yeah I think we've talked enough about image and I don't understand why that exists but anyway the untitled brand and image podcast yeah. Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Harish. Because see, you deal with phones every day and you see the differences and you love what they're doing, what they're not doing. The general public doesn't give a shit. They don't. Yeah. 
and that's the problem the general public goes with brand value all the time but like the general public is sitting and buying like 15000 phones man because they're not buying it as something they want to they're proud about they're buying it because it's a necessity yeah they're buying it be- yeah but someone when someone buys an iphone they buy it because they fucking love the brand yeah or that's what i don't Ford understand 3, okay or when they buy the flip 3 you will never understand it because it's the image because they know Xiaomi phones can be cheaper that's the thing that's the indian mentality i'll be very honest uh, but okay but let's move the, the on from the I folks see. that want to buy iphones and the foldables let's focus on you know phones that actually a lot of customers in india will be able to afford that used to be oneplus and they lost that too fucking idiots uh, yeah okay. okay samsung hasn't lost it the s21 fe is fantastic i've been using it i think for now 3 weeks and before that i was on the z fold 3 i think i've been on samsung phones as my daily driver for most of 2020 what a comeback right yeah <laughs> it's been fun i was just saying what a comeback for this for this podcast we shout out everyone <laughs> almost everyone <laughs> We'll get there. Is there still some time left? I really like there, the S twenty one FE. There's a few left still. Yeah, I think I've said S twenty one FE about twenty one times. Now. Yes, yes, go for it. I really like it. I like the color. I like the weight. I like it as well. More than anything, I like the way. I like the design. Um, it's usable. It's not too wide. It's not too heavy. And those things matter to me because after the Z Fold three, I was like, fuck it, I need a lighter phone. Um, screen is fantastic. And the cameras are actually nicer than the S twenty one FE, S twenty FE, because they've been tweaking their camera algorithm. So that was nice. How much is it for? I think it's like fifty k with cashback stuff, or I think slightly lower than that. And that's a little more than what you should pay for it if it comes down to that forty k segment. I think this is ideal because it has a lot going for it with the software. It has, and it I think it's the only. phone other than the pixel to have android 12 out of the box now nice so yeah i really recommend like people to get that phone yep that's my current recommendation under 50k it's really nice what don't you like about the phone um not much honestly it gets a lot right maybe the fact that there are still i i hate push notification ads so maybe just mm. that because the fucking galaxy store is an annoying mess But yeah, as long as wireless charging, no, right? It does. It has wireless charging. There was wireless charging. Nice. Yeah, and I don't like the fact that these things are limited to twenty-five watt. I mean, I charge it overnight anyway. But yeah, I would have liked to see a better charging tech. What? A, what about wired charging? Twenty-five. That's also twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-five. Wireless is fifteen. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I mean, it's livable. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal, but. At least your battery is probably gonna last a little longer. So, I I mean yeah. Samsung is playing the longevity game. Can't really fault them for it because the idea is right. It's just that it mm-hmm. it's not a great look compared to what you're getting from everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's the same game that both Google and Apple are also playing. That you know we'd rather have your battery just last longer. Uh, and for all the claims, um. From OnePlus and everybody else that you know, fast charging doesn't affect your battery. It most definitely yes. does. Um, one year in, my phone lasts nowhere close to what it used to at launch, and it wasn't you know great even at launch. And this is uh, despite me having switched to sixty hertz and not enabling the high performance mode. 
uh, and if you're just going to like you know toggle off all the features for which you buy your phone yeah uh, this kind of kind of no point to it anymore like why am i even buying a premium phone if i'm just going to run it like a mid range phone is this so, on your 9 pro it's on the 9 pro yeah damn there's no way to check uh, battery cycle counts on this but yeah. Uh, yeah like this thing um i mean basically any opportunity i get i just put it on the charger because i know it's going to die soon enough uh, that's and nice. that's and that's not even like you know i'm not even getting into the bugs uh, on the other hand like i've also had some some samsung phones um you know on hand and they've done much better uh they might not charge as quickly but Right. You know, one year in, it's better battery health. Exactly, one year in, I'm still getting a full day of use out of it, which is not the case on the nine pro. So I'd rather have, I, I mean, I'd rather right. just leave it on charge overnight and get a full day of use than having to quickly top it off multiple times during a day. Yeah. To be fair, uh, like with OnePlus phones, uh, I really like what they do here. Like you, we know that they have fast charging, pop charge, insanely fast shit, and sometimes the battery health takes a. Take some beating after a a year or two. So if you go to a OnePlus store, they just replace the entire battery and they just charge you labor for it. That's it. You did you know that? No, they don't. If it's under warranty, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, under warranty, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, my friend just did it last week. Yeah, if it's under warranty, any brand will do, not just them. Yeah, but I think even if it's not under warranty, it costs you fifteen hundred bucks. That's it for the battery. That's it. For yep. Samsung, for OnePlus, OnePlus, yeah, it's not bad. Yep. I mean, it's the same battery across every phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, two batteries, but yeah, yeah, the same yeah. two batteries. Then, so <laughs> if you had to give a rating, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have given a rating in your reviews, but for the S21 FE, right? Four stars, okay. yeah. Forget. Yeah, it's four stars. Uh, it's Out of five. Four star. Yep. I think, uh, sure. like. I mean, I haven't reviewed it. My colleague reviewed it already. So, but yeah, I've used it. Uh, I some of the things which I don't like, but I can't necessarily fault it. Twelve um, megapixels camera. It's all right. The camera is good. Can't really fault the camera, but I think they could do better by upping. You know, get using a better sensor over there. Like there is room for further improvement. That is what I feel. That it's it's a phone that's playing it safe. uh and it's good like and it's good while it's safe no i like living on the edge uh <laughs> then please get the oneplus 10 pro buy it for yourself or launch day bro i'm already on the 9 pro that's as close to as i as not i can get uh, yeah. 9 pro is not that yeah bad. i mean like that's why i'm not upgrading my phone but i like the 9 pro a lot i really like the 9 pro uh, and it's probably the one the last oneplus phone that i'll ever use i guess man like if if i could i'd probably just move back to the 7 pro with the pop up flash pro for me like that was those were fantastic phones and a pro was generic no i went back to the a pro i set up i have uh, it i still use it yeah i set it up as my wife's secondary phone and h- how was it how is it faster than the 9 pro that's what i'm not able to understand it just feels faster they've really, really? nailed that optimization with that phone uh, i guess it's a chipset then i it's how they optimize it for the hardware and the uh, screen refresh rate of the screen hmm. like those i mean that that phone comes from from the generation when they weren't making a bazillion phones so yeah. they could actually spend time and create yeah, a like, good product a product that they would be proud of 
which mm-hmm. is not really the case anymore. No. Well, yeah, I mean, like for it's me, it's the seven pro. I splashed the back of mine, so I've been contemplating it, contemplating fixing it. I think from I think from here, OnePlus phones are just going to be the model number in Excel sheet and how many units it sold. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing about the brand. Nothing about the software features. Nothing that like we would love. To be honest, let's talk about something else. I like Bhalla's sofa. <laughs> yeah, Harish is I, getting annoyed. I, yeah, I like your new recliner, Akshay. Thank you. It's very. Yeah, ch- it, it looks very it. chocolatey. <laughs> chocolatey. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, so since we've been away for the past four months, since and, and since we've chat on almost everything, most of this podcast, what were your favorite gadgets from the past four months, or one or two? It's fine. Uh, sure, I'll go. I reviewed a lot. Um, I really liked. Uh, I'm going to name two or three because I looked at a lot of diverse products. Um, I like the Xgmi Aura projector. It's a 4K laser projector. It's fantastic. I've had the Xiaomi Mi laser projector, I think, for the last two and a half years or so. And this is this is the first time I've reviewed a lot of these Xgmi projectors. Um, and this is the first time they'll roll out the short throw one. And it is fantastic. The design is very sci-fi-like. It's kind of bulky, but it has edge, you know, jagged edges, and uh, it has great sound. And the laser sensor they're using here is standard, and it is fantastic. And Android TV works really well. Yeah, it's been amazing to use for the last I don't know two three months. Mine's gonna suck after this. Andro, what was your? No, no, no. Go for it. First, you. No, no, you go for it. You because go. for me, I like, it's, it's it's actually an older gadget and I'm actually writing a story on it. So, um, it's not a phone. Um, I was using the Kindle, the new Kindle Paperwhite. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of value there uh, because, you know, they've increased the screen size. It's finally got USB-C charging. You even have the option of wireless charging and all of that. It's It's pretty good for most people. But my favorite gadget is actually an older gadget. The more I used the mm-hmm. Paperwhite, the more I went back to the Kindle Oasis. Oasis? Yeah. Because of really those good. page turn buttons. Um, yeah. You know, when it launched, I was skeptical of the asymmetric back. I love it. It is yep. so much more ergonomic. You know, you're lying in bed, you're lying on a side or whatever. It's still comfortable to hold. You don't have to worry about accidental touches on the touchscreen, even though it exactly. does have a touchscreen, but it's got a thicker bezel on one side. Uh, it's got, you know, the automatic screen rotation. So sometimes I'll just hold the book in my left hand and it still works great. Yep. Uh, it's just a beautiful example of a well-designed product, something that's made to do one thing and it excels at it. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Are you using the 2019 one with the warm light or the first Yeah, one? the 2019. Oh, that is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, my wife I and I both one. use those. And I was actually... This month, well, not this month, last month I did this thing where I was charting how many hours I used each screen. And after my mob work, after my monitor, the Kindle was like the second most used screen in the house for me. Huh, yeah. that's interesting. My Love most used thing. screen is my monitor and my TV. <laughs> I don't look at my phone anymore. <laughs> you play um, a lot of games. Yeah. Now it's my job. I have to. Oh, yeah. That's how you justify <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about a game after this uh, segment. My, I have two favorite gadgets of mine that I've three actually that I've overused. 
in the past four, four months. Uh, one is the Nothing Ear One. I really like it. It's very comfortable. And similarly, the OnePlus Buds Pro. Well, I like both of them. OnePlus Buds Pro, I find them a little base heavy, so I don't use them as much. But they're great for calls. Uh, but Nothing Ear One has become my default TWS in the past few months. Nice. And the other thing that I really, really like, and Xiaomi's going to love this because... Uh, after all the talk we've had, I really like the new power bank, man. Fucking hell. The 50 watt one? Charge. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. I think everyone should get that uh, um, that uh, power bank, no matter what. Whatever they're charging, it's going to do it. Even a fucking laptop. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I need to buy myself it's... one of those. Uh, once, you know, we're in a situation where there'll be some sort of travel involved. I don't really see yeah. the need to get one, like, sitting at home. I But... I, I I thought the same thing, but I use it so often, like, sometimes, like, for things that I don't even, like, for example, just last week, uh, my wireless charger conked off, so my iPhone didn't charge the entire night, and when I woke up, it was at 15%. Now, I didn't want to go put it in the outlet, which means I'm not near my phone, because my outlet is not that close to me when I'm sitting and working, so I used the power bank to charge it. So that's it comes. It I used it to charge my vape when I was vaping a few weeks ago. I used it. I used it to charge my Apple TV remote. I used it to charge my my controllers when I'm playing. Instead of like plugging into console, I just it's just right next to me. I have a long ass wire. It's sitting on the table next to me, and I'm just. It's, you know, you can just put a, so, you can just put a plug uh, an extension cord, you know, under your desk. Yeah, but this is like here. Like I just have to like grab the wire. You know, it's. I mean, I'm just trying to make use of the damn power yeah. bank as much as I can, right? Yeah. And these are the only things when I'm confined in a home that I think of. And there are other use cases as well that I probably use it uh, for, like uh, maybe charging the Kindle for that matter. I don't need to fucking hold up an entire plug point for that shit, right? Yeah, Stuff yeah. Like the once things. in two months that you do need to charge it up. And, I need and to charge mine more. once a week now. I think yeah. the battery's gone. Yeah, the, my OS has lost me like two weeks now. Yeah. Uh, so I have two of these things, right? So that means three ports, six ports in total. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to charge all my portable devices, like the old ones, like the two betas that I have, the 3DSs and all the DSs, old stuff, just for that, so that the battery doesn't die. So it's great for that also to keep things charged, old things charged. Oh, that's well. smart. I, I should like set a schedule for that. Yeah. I have just let's do it once a month and that's fine. actually my just my 3ds has been sitting on a charging cradle for the last six months. Uh, yeah, you should you should remove that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna do that tomorrow. So it's great for that. Actually, kind of what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set another schedule. So like once a week, it'll switch on the cradle will switch on for eight hours. The realme power plug, you're gonna use that. I mean, any power plug or just build my my own thing with the with yeah. the relay. That's you should also do this. That's that's actually a better way to do it. You've got uh, charging cradles for for a bunch of these things, right? No, not for the 3DS one. Yet. Oh, you should get one. It's really sweet. It looks so nice. I don't want to get it. It looks so nice. I forget. There. I I don't have space. You've seen my room. I now you do have space. Yeah, now that the bunch of all those boxes are gone, I'm so fucking happy. Oh god, I think I sent like 50 <laughs> boxes back to multiple brands, 27 to one brand. Seriously, I had 27 phones from one brand. Uh, no, 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 I'm not going to give you a price for guessing that brand, but imagine that shit. Me. One of the me's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 27 phones. 
I'm sending them back plus their laptop plus other sh- tablets plus other fucking watches and whatnot. Mm. <sighs> I I was I told them please bring a tempo or something <laughs> to take this shit back. <laughs> but <laughs> and hey, a TV and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say TVs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is the. I think we're about to run out of time. I'll quickly talk about uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. Um. Dhruv, I know you're a huge Uncharted fan. It's probably one of your yes. favorite franchises. And I highly recommend you play Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, because playing those two games in 60 frames per second is a fucking delight. Actually, like what I've been contemplating doing is um, leaving my backlog aside. I, I want to play through the entire series in one go again. Good luck. Uh, listen, I know, I, I've pre- played Uncharted 2 at least 5 to 6 yeah, times yeah. and... I'm pretty sure you'll finish it, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is one series that I'll blaze through. The only game that doesn't really hold up that well is Uncharted 1. Like that... Yeah, yeah it's... It's a little clunky. It's pretty it's clunky. It's also old. It's very, it's very old as well. Yeah, I think it was a launch... One of the launch titles for the PS3. That right? is for PS3. Yeah, yeah. so it, that doesn't hold up that well. And... I don't know, maybe I'll appreciate it again. Um... But for all of the grandeur of Uncharted 3 and 4, I feel that the story really tracked in a few places. Like, Dude, Lost Legacy though. Lost Legacy was stellar. Like, they re- it, it, it was short, concise, and you know. It was brilliant. It looks so, so beautiful just in the opening fucking level. Yeah. It is so nice. And, and um, you kind of get to play in India, which is not something that, you know, you see. You, don't, you do much in games. Yeah. Um, uh, for PS4 uh, owners or, fi- well, people who own the game on PS4, both games, Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy, I think it's 500 bucks for the upgrade. You can upgrade those games, both games for 500 rupees. I think $10, something like that, right? Yeah, it's 500 bucks. And like, and the cool thing is like, if you have just one game for 500 bucks, you get the other you game as well. So, you know, as it's well. really good value. So that's, that's great. That's really good. You get two really good games uh, for the price of one. Well, not even one, for the price of a pack of cigarettes and one more thing, a Red Bull, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's how that's how I look at cost things. Like, how much is it going to cost me? Oh, it's like it's less than a pack of cigarettes. I can I can get it. <laughs> um, Harish, are you going to play it on the PS5 or are you going to play? If you're going to play it, first of all, but are you going to play it on PS5 or PC? Oh, Actually, yeah, Harish, have you PC played or... any Uncharted game? Yeah, the second one. It was fun, uh, kind of iffy with the visuals at times, but yeah, had a lot of fun. I think I'll well, play it on the yeah. PS5. Nice. And the dual sense uh, is fucking brilliant on this thing. Like when you're uh, grappling walls, and when you you know when when you you know when you move your hand to little crevices on the wall, you can feel all of that rumble uh, on the on rum, on the haptic feedback. And when you're using guns, the adaptive triggers like it's different for every gun. As usual, that's become a staple now for PS Five exclusive games at least. Um, but it's re- implemented really well. For both games, it's quite nuanced. In fact, I feel, um, um, and yeah, definitely worth checking out. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about Microsoft buying Activision. Next episode, I have to pee. It's <laughs> <laughs> as good a reason as any to end. <laughs> yeah. that but yes, will, I think that should be the title of the next episode. I have to pee. I think the title of this episode should be "What's Wrong with Everyone." Yeah, works. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I think. But uh, are you? I think, that, I think that's. Are you kidding? 
I don't think so. Huh? I think it could work. I think it could work. We should like put like YouTube faces, you know, like a grid of us going like surprised and like what's wrong with everyone? Oh, I already did it. Fire emojis. Yeah. Fire emojis. <laughs> I'm bringing some heat for one hour. <laughs> we we should do video again. We should. Wow. Actually, like um, I don't know, like if a bunch of you are listening in. Why don't you, you know, drop in a comment over on Twitter? Like, should we experiment with video uh, again? Because we tried it, and it was really just three talking heads. But if you'd yeah. like to see us on video, you know, we could kind of do that. Like, and you can even see Akshay doing the bobblehead move, and a lot of <laughs> RGB lighting in my room. Akshay, you're actually a pretty solid bobblehead. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I think I think I think that's uh, the end of our episode. Now that now that we are running out of things to talk about, well, no, we're not. not really. We have we have a lot to talk about, but uh, that'll take an entire day. But we will see you soon, probably next week. Hopefully, um, well, we will. And uh, for the gamers, uh, there's something exciting coming. Let's just say that I'm not going to say anything more than that. Um, but yeah, we'll see you. You'll know when you know. Um, thank you for listening in. And this is all of us signing out. Bye. 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 See ya.